Joe Jackson. What can we say about you that hasn't already been said about diarrhea? Shit, a lot, man. I mean, I always thought of him as kind of a fun songwriter, really. He's all full of little surprises. Uh-huh. Yeah, and one big surprise right here from the onset. Adult onset <laughs> shit. Adult I onset incel. Okay, well, let's do it. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm one half of your hosts, Mark Davis. I'm taking that right out of Lee's playbook. <laughs> and I am here with Seth. How are you, Seth? One half of it sounds like we're that Farrelly Brothers movie where, uh, you know, Matt Which Damon one? got stuck together with his, like, we you know, like we're oh, some sort of... stuck on you? Is yeah, that stuck on you where we're like, you're. I'm like some conjoined conjoined baby growing out of your side okay hey everybody and uh i'm you know like with i'm one half of like some sort of podcast monster some you freak maybe that was different than stuck on you i don't remember. maybe i don't know I'm ju- do i, I just think I'm, i get this, this ain't a movie podcast no we're here because we know music we have friends that do those indeed indeed we do i had a good week how about you I've had a week. It's been, it's been fine. <laughs> work has been uh, work has been stressful, but good. I mean, it's all good things. Right. Training new people. Um, you know, just kind of uh, getting deep into the new role. Uh, but it's it's you know, I've got a Mark? roof over my head. Mark, do you know your role? <laughs> know your role <laughs> and shut your mouth. Right? Yeah, it's something like, like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Austin. Not a big wrestling guy. Not me neither, like but 13. I do. Know yeah. Um. But yeah, so I've been doing okay. Of course, again, completely forgot what song we're doing until today. That's okay. And we are doing this little song, a little ditty by Joe Jackson. (laughs) Is she really going out with him? When I left the house tonight, um, my wife and daughter were going out for an evening. My wife was going out for an easy uh, little walk, and they were taking the fishing poles with them to go over to a little lake near our house and, you know, try and catch a couple little fish while they're out. And Amelia sees me grab my bag and walk out. And when that's the case, when she sees me grab my purse, she she knows that I'm headed out. And she goes, can I go with you? And I said, no, baby, you can't. And she said, oh, and she goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to record. And she looks up at me. And for any of you that know me, know that I have the sweetest child that ever kicked playground mulch. Um, Honestly. Yeah. She looks up and she goes, daddy, I hope you do the best song you've ever done. And I'm like, oh. Thank sweet you, summer child. Sweet. <laughs> exactly. I don't think she understands the podcast. I said, baby, I hope I do too. And she doesn't realize that daddy has to go shovel shit off the sidewalk when it comes to uh, when it comes to what we do here. I wish that we yeah. could a- a- attack these with the youthful exuberance and joy that the naivete or that, that comes along with the naivete of a, of a young of a child. Um, but, but that's, that's not what we're, that's not what we do, unfortunately. Well, I mean, here's the good news. Pretty good song. Yeah. Pretty catchy. It's, it's got its moments. It's got its moments. Um, Joe Jackson released a song in the late 1970s, Mm -hmm. um, on the album Look Sharp, which was released in 1979, but I believe this song was released 
in October of 1978 before the album came out. The lead single. Um, It was uh, the first song that he recorded with his new backing band featuring Graham Maybe, who we were talking about a little bit beforehand. Yes, yes. He was, um, he's, he plays a, on this song that we're covering, he cool, he plays a really cool bass line, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And we were, I was looking at it whenever I hear a bass line that that's cool. Of course, I want to know who's playing it. Didn't know anything about him. Looked him up, went to his page, and within the first paragraph, it told us that in 1996, he joined for a while, recorded and toured with one of both of our favorite bands, They Might Be Giants. Going to see them in September. Unbelievable. Lucky wait. bastard. How many times have you seen them? This will be my sixth. I've seen them five. Yeah. Five times. Uh, very, very good. Going back to 1997. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the bass line definitely carries this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people referring to this song as New Wave, which I guess technically it kind of is. Um, it's. If you were going to put a time sensitivity to it, maybe it is. You're right, but no, nah, it's it's not. It's like a it's like a pure little pop song. Yeah, yeah. it's got a little punky edge to it. It's At got times. like that the baseline. Um, you know, if you played it a certain way, it would sound pretty like punky reggae, mm. which I guess is kind of where they're getting some of this new wave because new wave like punk at the time was a pretty open. It was pretty open to interpretation. Yes. It was kind of like doing whatever it is you wanted to do. The Minutemen would tour with Black Flag for crying out loud. Right. And talk about two disparate bands. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, whatever you want to call it, it uh, it definitely has that power pop uh, sensibility to it. Um, and so imagine my surprise. Um, everyone knows the chorus of the song. Yeah, most people I would think yeah it's it's just it's the it part of the really song and you know I guess in my mind's eye I always kind of thought of the chorus as being like this song is him talking about this guy who's like a piece of shit um you know or an asshole or something like that sure what it sounds like and then I started reading the lyrics and I was like hmm now I guess I'll go ahead and just put this flat out on the mat in pretty much every interview where he's talked about this song, he has had he has said that a lot of people mistake his lyrics for being angry, and that he did not intend for them to be angry. He intended them for for them to be funny, and that's all fine and good. Um, the problem is that even if they're funny, it's still, in my eyes, a pretty problematic song. It your intent oftentimes does not matter at all. You know, whatever you intend for things to happen. The final product and the, the way path that it, to hell, as they say, is paved with good intentions, with good intentions. If if you just listen to it, I mean, if it, it's the matter of what come what comes out and the way people perceive it um, has almost nothing to do with what you intended when you wrote it. Um, and maybe, uh, you know, we are not always aware of what's going on in our subconscious. Maybe there's a bit of that as well but it does not i think that him trying to explain away um you know the anger that there's there there i think is kind of obvious in this song um is a way of maybe just soothing himself maybe trying to make himself feel better i don't know i am not joe jackson he is the 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 name of the album look sharp is fitting he's always been a sharp looking guy well dressed well put together 
Um, sounds like on the rest of his on other music that he's done, he sounds like a guy that does have an attention for a a a, a thing for detail. An attention to detail. An attention to detail. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was trying to kick that out of my mouth, but no it just problem. didn't seem to work. An attention to. Thank you so much. He has. He looks and sounds like a guy that that is going to pay attention to detail, um, and maybe missed the mark just a hair on this song. But the dude has written. I mean, this is not musically. This is not a bad song. He's given us other great songs. Uh, I, I think when you first mentioned this, I said, "Oh yeah, Anthrax did a cover of a song that he did called Time, which is really good." Um, there's another song that we have all heard and most people don't know is Joe Jackson called Steppin' Out. And I told Mark at the beginning I'm going to hum the tune to him and the minute that I do he's going to recognize it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, okay. Dun, 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 stepping out. Okay. That's yeah. Joe Jackson. Okay, yeah. I know that song. Yeah, it's a good, I mean, it's a good song. It's, yeah. it's really not a bad song. Very different than this. Very different, yeah. It's, it's, but they're four years apart. People mm-hmm. grow. People get better. And we're going to give Joe the benefit of the doubt in his future songs. But for right now. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if he meant to be mean or not. I don't give a shit. Okay. All I know is that he basically took this line from Leader of the Pack. Mm-hmm. Shangri-Las. From the Shangri-Las. Okay. Um, where the first line is, is she really going out with him? Yeah. And uh, uh, that was um, that line was lifted by a band called The Damned. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, and um, he had first heard it on that. And they got it from the Shangri-Las. It kind of started spinning in his head, and he mm-hmm. did that. Man, what if I wrote a song based around this? And Or you could have made a song based around this and been like, he's such an asshole. Is she really going out with him? Instead, she was, he was like, what if I made it just saying that like women can't like ugly guys? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like. And that's, I mean, that was his, that was his thought process, I guess. I, I it, He can explain it away, but that's what the hell it sounds like. Now... I'm going to be a complete piece of shit here, but I'm, I'm going to come out and say that he's not the most attractive looking guy himself. Now, I know you were saying with look sharp, blah, 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 blah. But I mean, like, can, can this, we the say picture for the for the for the single of this? He's you know, he's not. He, <clears throat> I've, I've OK. Um, all right. I've always had a problem with people picking on the way someone looks when there's other things that are way worse about them that they can control more. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is a perfect example. There's so many awful things about Donald Trump. You don't need to talk about him being fat or whatever, because as a fat person, I hear that and I hear, oh, out of all the things about Donald Trump that you're going to mention, you're going to mention him being fat. Right. You're going to. And you're basically equating that to be like. As much as a thing to bring up as him saying that he'd fuck his daughter or whatever, or or him making blow fun up the of fucking free world, or yeah, making or fun him of, making fun of um, you know people because, physically disabled people, yeah, exactly, yeah, which like, he did, and he still became the right. fucking president. Yeah, let's not get too deep. So like, <laughs> you're telling me, oh Jesus, you, you let's not get too deep. Ugh. Um, so you know to sit there and be like in all of these different things that I could 
you know, pick on him about, the one that I'm going to pick on him about is him being unattractive. Yeah. Or him being, you know, fat or him being whatever. So, I mean, I, and I've always also had a problem with, um, even in the case of like, oh, you're boyfriend cheated on you with a woman and the first thing they do is talk about how the woman looks and compare themselves look wise and it's like well why does that have to be the thing that you immediately go to because that shouldn't matter you know what i mean like you know wounded animal will laugh lash out at anybody well i mean and that's and i think that that's you know i think that that's fair but I also think that we need to take a moment to sit and think and be like... And say we're better than animals. And I would say that, like, you know, if I was going through something like that, maybe I would, like, vent to you about it. Right. Would I vent to the world about it? Probably not. Would I refer to people as animals? I, I Well, man, a poem is a picture of a naked man, so Shel Silverstein said, man. I mean, it's just... I like it. We're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to, when it comes to art, you know, put ourselves out there. There's supposed to be an edge to it. Now, I do get what you're saying about, a, you know, a guy is picking at someone on their looks when at the same time maybe he should reflect upon himself. The picture that they use in this single, you're correct, is not very flattering. Later pictures of Joe Jackson are not very flattering. However, you could say that with the what you would perceive to be natural uh, the natural gift of beauty that he was not given, he does put himself together well, in my opinion. He looks better now than he did back in the day, and I'd go so far as to say that he looks like Tilda Swinton. <laughs> he kind of looks, I'm, I mean, and I mean that, and I know it's I mean, going to sound weird, but that I mean was that funny. kind I'm of sorry. a nice way. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, but he doesn't look bad. At I don't the end think, of the day, you know, I, you know, if he's fucking hanging out with some woman, I'm not going to be like, him. Yeah. And I, I feel like I've heard that a lot. <laughs> I think I've heard that a lot because I think generally, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but generally women have more the pick of who they want to date than men do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Generally speaking. And again, I don't, I'm not saying that's how it is all across the board always. But, you know, this idea of she chose him just based off of the way they look across the street yeah um is like oh well you don't know anything about this person except yes for you just think yes they're, they're ugly and that's kind of a shitty way to be whether you're being funny or angry about it i don't i don't think that really matters and i thought it was very kind of strange to read him saying over and over again well it's supposed to be funny it's like well it's still kind of Maybe you need to take a class or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do get what you're saying about, you know, like, for instance, I, I do understand what we might consider Lyle Lovett syndrome. You know, how did he wind up with her, you know, on account of the way that he looks? Um, but I think as, you know, uh, I, I think most of us have worked our way out of that and realized that Lyle Lovett was probably packing a whole lot more than we knew. And I'm not just talking about, you know, length and girth. I'm talking about he was a witty guy that was really fucking funny and could write a good song and is extremely charming and had probably relationship abilities that none of us could fucking keep up with, you know, and we, we don't know. We just don't know these things. And it's best to approach them from that viewpoint of, you know, I, I don't know. She sees something in him that I don't. And that's how you have to leave it, you know. Indeed. On its initial release, the song was commercially unsuccessful and failed to chart. 
He had two other songs that came out uh, that were also chart failures. However, it was re-released in 1979 after the album came out. It had been a little bit of time. Okay. New wave music had started gaining okay. some traction. So that's where... Punk it, rock was growing a little bit. It got The idea with. of like the clash and punky reggae and, and this kind of music started kind of gaining some footing. And then um, the single saw more attention and became a chart success. Second release reached the top 20 in the UK and top 30 in the US, mm-hmm. becoming one of his highest charting singles worldwide uh in 1988 a live acapella version reached a top five single in the netherlands wow um should we go ahead and get into it i think it's time to talk about these the wikipedia article on this fucking song is very very long yes um it does mention a couple of different things um like that this song was covered by a number of bands including goldfinger and sugar ray uh, and pop punk Australian band Kid Courageous. Um, the rack on tour is as steady as she goes has been compared to this song, which I get that. I heard I get and I was that. like, okay, yeah, yeah, I see that. I like that song. It's, it's I like that. Yeah, it's song. a pretty good song. Yeah, I like yeah that it's, song. it's it's a strange one. Pretty women out walking with gorillas down my street. From my window, I'm staring while my coffee goes cold. Look over there, where, there, there's a lady that I used to know. She's married now or engaged or something, so I am told. So, right So we off. have to address the gorilla in the room. I mean, please, really, uh, all of the things that are written about this song, whether it be Wikipedia or anywhere else or interviews that have to do with the first line of the fucking song. Um, he said he relates a story where a black gentleman came up to him and told him, you know, that that it was racist. And he said, well, you don't know what my intent was. That's not the way I look at it. And people are going to perceive it the way that we are. When you put the math together, which is in time and place and context and 1970s London, which is experiencing a wave of immigration from the Caribbean, suddenly there are far more African descendant people in London. Um, there are racial tensions that have come to a head at that time, 77, 78 in England. Um, you know, you can try and explain this off, but no matter which way you put it, the use of that word in the context of the song is going to come off as racist out of all the things you could have out of all the different words you could have used he had to pick that you know and there's no rhyming scheme here no he street cold no and told yeah i guess he rhymes cold with told but uh i mean it's definitely mm. it's it's just not. Yeah, it's it's just good it's, it's not a good it's not a good decision. It's not a good decision songwriting wise. If you took the racism out, or if if you took everything out, it still doesn't like add to the song in my opinion very very much. It doesn't you know it paints it it, it paints a bad picture. Probably should have used something else. And there's a million other things that you could that, that you could have used. A lot of people. There's point, not probably there are millions of other things. Yes. A lot of people point this out as the major problem with the song, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But there's more shit wrong with this song. Yeah, well, there is. I mean, there is. we'll just start. 
with how problematic the narrator is staring so long that his coffee grows cold just watching people walk by especially pretty women it seems like he's got a penchant <laughs> for uh for ogling women walking by now i love the female figure yeah um do i go somewhere and let my coffee go cold just to ogle them no not gonna no. waste good coffee mark davis yeah, I, I mean you know I, I i realize i guess we do have the internet these days i was gonna say so i realized that they probably didn't have cable in 1977 in london ogle back <laughs> i you're gonna i mean i guess you're gonna look out your window i guess that's what you're gonna do Letting your coffee go cold, like it sounds to me like he's shooting lasers into the figure of these women with his eyes. That's what it sounds like, like a serious, serious obsession, you know, which we all know that you don't want to, you know, stare for too long at one thing. It's not healthy. Yeah. And, you know, this whole look over there, where? Yeah, where? It kind of gives off the impression that like he's sort of talking to himself exactly which is <clears throat> which is problematic also a little fucking weird yeah. where it's like you know hey hey me yeah <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like look Gollum. over there huh <laughs> like do we seize it yes we can make it ours <laughs> please do your Gollum impersonation please i'll get one later all right I later promise good. i'll sneak it in <laughs> it's the it, best for those of you that don't know for those of you that don't listen to the no-no and haven't listened back mark does a Freaking spot on Elmo and Gollum. I mean, so go ahead. Um, there's a lady that I used to know, and it can't you can't help but wonder why he doesn't know her anymore. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's staring at his fucking window constantly. Some issues arose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this kind of um I, I I read a really troubling someone on my Facebook posted a um a Reddit article of what was it like when you to any woman that finally dated the nice guy that like gave in and, and dated the nice guy? How did it work out for you? OK, this is interesting. Oh, it's frightening. And someone even commented and was like, these women didn't date nice guys. All these guys sound like psychos. And it's like, that's because most of the nice guys are psychos. Uh, it was just basically like, I'm talking about like self-proclaimed nice guys. Oh, OK. OK. <clears throat> um. But yeah, it's probably guys like this who are like, I've yeah. got it all figured out and I'm the perfect one. Yeah. Date me. Why and aren't you, you looking at me and, and a not fucking them? Complete nutcase. Yes. Um, which is what this guy kind of sounds like. It's when you sent me the um, the the suggestion for this in a text, I looked at it. And of course, the first thing I paid attention to was the first song. Like, How fucking tone deaf is that? But then the second thing I saw was pretty much exactly what you're talking about. And I sent back a text that said, as long as, you know, once you get past that first line, hey, incel much, you yeah. know, um, which is where this song goes in spades. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and then, of course, he he remarks that she has uh, gotten married or she's engaged or something. He can't even be bothered to know I, what it is that ha like playing it off like I, I, who even know who even cares. He's not angry. No, don't no. worry, Mark. He's, he's not good. angry. Yeah, it's yeah. Just being funny. Just <laughs> you have to understand that the intent is not anger. Yeah, and we're not going to hear any more anger later on. Yeah. Is she really going out with him? Is she really gonna take him home tonight? Is she really going out with him? Because if my eyes don't deceive me, there's something going wrong around here. I want to take a minute to address the music. 
Okay. This song opens up with this beautiful little piano part that I think is really cool. That when we were listening to it initially, I said to Mark, kind of has shades of Dr. Wu, a little bit of Steely Dan to it. It does have some early Dan. Yeah, early it's got that feeling Dan. to it. And it's like, I mean, I kind of get when I first, when you first hear it, you're like, you get excited a little bit, you know, with the sound of that, that piano and how beautiful it is. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> It kind of just it drops kicks an down. All-star. It kicks It kicks into, and I know I, I get where you're coming from, but it kicks into this summer nights from Greece kind of thing. Tell me more, tell me more, you know. Oh boy. And it's and it just and that kind of ruins it for the verses. So you get an intro that's good, a verse that's bad, and then a chorus that is fantastic. It just digs its teeth into you. It's great, and it asks. Why is she going to fuck this guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, first, it automatically assumes that she's going to take him home. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, there's going, a lot of assumptions going there's on. There's a whole lot of assuming going yeah. on. I mean, and she's just like, he's just so uh, beside himself that that she's going out with him and she's going to take him home. Well, first of all, it's none of your fucking business. Yeah. You know what she does or how many Preach. fucking guys she goes home with. Second of all, all you need to worry about is that it ain't you, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, this is this guy would end up fucking shooting up a school these days. That's, like, this is where that this, this is, is where the incel we're, we're comes starting in. Starting to reach a boiling point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can just see him through gritted teeth saying it was supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, Joe. Yeah, if you say so. And if, then, if my eyes don't deceive me there's something going wrong around here and he's right it's him it's <laughs> he is, he is, is what him. is going wrong that is what is going wrong yeah. not them they're fine i see him doing the uh we got all kinds I of problems him, hovering over that cold coffee yeah <laughs> up and down uh you see we got ourselves a regular will shakespeare i see the, what are them kids doing out there <clears throat> Yeah. They're minding their own business. I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, what about my business? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Then it goes back in a little plotting. Boom. 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 Somebody wants to. <laughs> Tonight's the night when I go to all the parties down my street. I wash my hair and I kid myself I look real smooth. Look over there. Where? There. Here comes Jeannie with her new boyfriend. They say that looks don't count for much. If so, there goes your proof. The you know this this verse just begs the question: Who the fuck invited this guy to the party? This guy needs to never go to another party again in his life. Who let him in? I mean, yeah. he's ruining shit for people, man. Yeah. Bad vibes all around. If it wasn't bad enough that he was doing this shit, staring at his own house, out of his own house, letting his coffee get cold, he's now going to go to your party and he's going to be fucking Debbie Downer. He washes his hair and for a second there's a little bit of self-actualization that he kids himself. He looks real smooth. I just want to point out maybe the part of the problem here maybe. Is that you pointed out to say that you washed your hair, like that's some kind of prize. <laughs> that might be part of your issue if you're like, 
when I'm going to go out to a party, I finally wash my hair. <laughs> like, your- that's what you use to, like, <laughs> highlight that you're really dressing to the nines. Right, right. Is that you wash your fucking hair. Check yourself, Joe. You should be washing your, your hair semi-regularly. On a, on a semi-regular basis. It should not be, like, a yeah. once a week you wash your hair. Now, I do know, and I know a lot of women are in the know on this, so I'll go ahead and bring it up now. I know that there is a lot of research, a lot of people saying I'm interested that you shouldn't wash your hair as often, um, that washing your hair often strips your hair of its natural oils. I know Elise listens as she gave us a very hard time about our 303 <laughs> episode. So I know that she um, has done hair, so she may want to throw in her yeah. two cents about washing your hair uh uh, very often, Elise. How often should we wash our hair? Please don't. I mean, I don't have any hair, so well, I don't have to worry about occasionally it. Occasionally, you have little bits, but how often should Joe Jackson? <laughs> occasionally, I have little bits. You do. You have little bits right now, patches. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nice. You know, how often, Elise? How often should Joe Jackson be washing his hair? Yeah, please. Yeah, um, please. How's tell he? Us. How how can he? Uh, how can he reach peak t- Tilda Swinton? Yeah, <laughs> we want him to really get over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, he kids himself that he looks real smooth. And I can't really tell what's going on here if we've just got I'm, some like self-hatred going on. A little bit, yeah, for real. You know, for real. it's like, oh, well. It adds to the anger a little bit. Well, you know, and it's like, well, he's saying that all these other people are ugly, and why is she going out with them? But then he's kind of like calling himself ugly. There's, I think there's a lot of therapy that needs to go on with this guy. <laughs> maybe. There's a I mean, lot. I mean, not as, by maybe, I mean a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going yeah. on deep under under the, the surface. Um, so you know, some psychoanalysis. And and you know, now he's got to gossip a little bit. There goes Jeannie with her new boyfriend. I wonder who he's telling this to at the party. Again, there I goes think Jeannie he's with a new boyfriend. Himself. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I think this is all I, internal title. He like he vocalizes his shame. He's obviously doing it here, and he like nudges some guy. There's Jeannie going with a new boyfriend, and there's some guy going, <laughs> "I don't give a fuck. Leave me alone." <laughs> I'm sorry, who are you? Like, exactly. You know, who invited you? <laughs> 1979. I'm picturing maybe 1980. Guy with a white sport coat and a and a hot pink t-shirt. Right. <laughs> you know, Crockett and Tubbs style. Uh, you know, like, okay, man, I'm going to go do some blow in the bathroom. It's the 80s, baby. Who are you, Marty Robbins? <laughs> who are you? Marty yeah, Robbins? I don't give a fuck. Pink sport coat. Uh, yeah, and they say that looks don't count for much. If so, there goes your proof. Well, you know, all right. Again, with this fucking, you know, ugly shaming, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, well, you know, maybe she likes his personality and you're a piece of dog shit. He's really got it in for a guy that probably is on a level playing field, really. Well, yeah. I mean, really, I, I mean, because we all are. Yeah, I mean, I, he says he said he does say that, you know, he kids himself that he looks real smooth. Mm. It's like. Okay, well, you're dealing with your own shit. Yeah, you know, if you uh, if you feel like you're maybe one or two steps above these people, maybe the difference is that they're not going around saying Joe Jackson and his five head, uh, <laughs> you know, doesn't deserve to get some, you know, doesn't get to, doesn't deserve to to get taken home tonight, or at least have a girl pay some attention to him. Yeah, you know, is she really going out with him? Is she really going to take him home tonight? Is she really going out with him? Because if my eyes don't deceive me, there's something going wrong around here. 
It's when it goes back into that dunk dunk around dun, here. Dun. It yeah, just sounds so bad. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's it sounds so good. Yeah, and so bad. It's it, I think I earlier on confl- uh, uh, kind of pa- compared this one to you know uh, when we did the system of a down song. I can't really I can't make heads or tails of it all the time. There's some parts of the song that are just like that get me going, and then others I'm like, eh. and then we get to this weird ass bridge. But if looks could kill, there's a man there who's marked down as dead. Because I've had my fill. Listen, you take your hands from her head. I get so mean around this scene. Hey, hey, hey. Is he saying he's gonna fucking kill this guy? I, I, we're we're getting to. Are we talking about fucking murder? Approaching stuff? nightclub shooting level. That's what we're approaching here. It's very, very. It's on edge. It's scary. I don't. I can imagine. I can tell you that there's not very many girls that probably felt safe around Joe Jackson at this period. Not many at all. It's for starters, Mark. For starters, and this is a weird one because this is a very popular song. I'm surprised that we're not getting more genius comments out of this bridge. I'm surprised so too. Yeah, I, I mean, I was expecting this to be riddled with that. This is very first. It, it jumps off cryptic, but if looks could kill, there's a man who's marked down as dead. It's very cryptic. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't. Um, you know. Well, let me go ahead and bust this bad boy open for you. Let me take Please, a claw go ahead, hammer. To go this. ahead. Because generally, if looks could kill, the 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 terminology, the so, the, the the saying, if looks could kill, like is, Vince Neil said, if you are attractive, mm-hmm. you you have a lot of killing power. Mm-hmm. You may remember from Shoop, oh, if yeah. looks could kill, he would be an Uzi. <coughs> oh yeah, we are saying this man is very attractive. He has Uzi powered looks. This guy is attractive. He is killing people with his oozy looks. Okay. So what you're saying is maybe that this is a compliment. This is I no. mean, coming from no. it's a girl. Mm-mm. No, you don't think that. No, you don't. I think that this person. I, I don't think Joe Jackson knows what the fuck if looks could kill means, or he's trying to turn it on his head. One of the two. Okay. Because generally it means if looks could kill, they would be attract. They would be able to kill people. He says there's a man there. Who's marked down as dead. Now, that could, I guess, mean that the woman would kill him because she's so attractive. That's the best I can get. Maybe. Then, though, then he says, cuz I've had my fill. So when you say, cuz I've had my fill, it sounds like he's saying he's going to kill the guy. Because then he says, Take your hands from her head. Okay. Which, why in the okay. fuck is the guy's hands on her head? That's weird. I don't know. Did he catch her giving him a blowjob? Is is maybe the guy holding is her he head as he's giving her a kiss? Is he her head? Is he rubbing, stroking her hair? Maybe. I don't know. And, you know, this is where we've gone full incel. Anyway, yeah, any exactly. This exactly. is where... No matter how you gets, look at it. I get so mean around this scene. And when he's saying this scene, I guess he means... Anywhere where guys are getting attention from women and he's not. Yeah, yeah. Like, the the three lines of, if looks could kill, there's a man who's marked down as dead. Because I've had my fill. Which to me sounds like, I see a guy 
with a woman and I've had enough. I'm at this fucking party. I think that I'm looking smooth. This guy who's a gorilla is got his hands on some fucking woman's head or whatever. And I'm fucking I've had enough. It should be me. That Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Mark, I, man, I deserve it more. Insecurity is an ugly, ugly, ugly fucking thing. It is. It is really. And when you do the math on this insecurity and anger mm-hmm. and malignance, mm. you know, when you do the math on all those things, you're not getting the product is never going to be good, no matter how it manifests, whether it's just. You know, the person hurting themselves, the person hurting others, the person, you know, spewing bad vibes all over the goddamn place. If it's as innocuous as that, it's never pretty. It's never good. It's never productive. No. And, you know, telling this guy and this woman what to do. Yeah. Because he's had enough. And I mean, if there's any like comedy to be had here, how could he ever think that this was like just? I have no idea. I don't either. I don't. This get bridge it. was. I mean, is aside it tongue from in the cheek? First line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he needs to do a an album with three hundred three. Yeah, he needs to move um, older. If 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 there was supposed to, if there was any part aside from the first line that made me really go, what the fuck is going on? It's this bridge. Holy yeah. Oh yeah. Shit. Oh, definitely. definitely. Listen, you take your hands from her head. I get so mad around mean around this scene. Then get the fuck out of there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Go to a therapist's office. Go take a, a, a break. Get some deep fucking breaths. Go to another party. Get it out of your head. Work through it, man. Is she really going out with him? Is she really going to take him home tonight? Is she really going out with him? Because if my eyes don't deceive me, there's something going wrong around here. And then around, here, here. around here, something, something going wrong around here. Something going wrong around here. Something going wrong around here. Something going wrong around. Boop. And I hate that ending. Yeah, yeah, it's a really. <laughs> we bad. talked a little bit yes. about it. Yes, it's, it's a, a bad little, I, ending. I, I do kind of like the something going wrong around because I like to think that someone finally just fucking hit him in the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then the bump. I was like, oh come on. Yeah, just it's don't. not a good ending. Yeah, it's not. no, it's dumb as shit. Could have put a bump bump or a cha 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 or anything in there other than just a blatant. You bonk, just left you it know. the fuck alone. A bonk, like wah bump. wah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the song, this is from genius. The song can be read two ways. The singer could be joking about how ridiculous it is to see pretty women with not so handsome men, or the singer could be bitter or angry or jealous about now getting to be the gorilla who's dating a pretty woman. Um, uh, you know, I don't see a lot of, uh, him finding it funny. No. Saying that he gets mean around this scene. Um, uh yeah it was a great surprise to me when some people interpreted it as being angry yeah what a shock when you say that when you're telling someone take your hands off her head uh that someone actually thought that uh that was not supposed to be uh ha-has that just opens up a world of sinister questions and you know uh, without you know resolving it or coming to some sort of even strange conclusion um, you know, the way that the doors that left kind of open on that one, but it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's kind of not, um, you know, listen, you take your hands from her head. 
it's just you you can't take anything but anger and confusion and insecurity out of this song. That's just the way it sounds. I mean, it it just is. I don't think there's any other explanation for it. Uh, song meanings. <clears throat> um, there's one comment that I want to read. Okay. Um, the song is great. It's obviously about being jealous. See for yourself. All the beautiful girls are hanging out with some good looking, probably empty scold player. I don't think that that's true. You see a girl you've known for a long time and liked very much for a long time. And then one of those players gets with her so much as snapping his fingers, doing nothing for it just because he's good looking. You think it's unfair and try to end that as quick as possible. Therefore, you try to keep an eye on everything. So I, I think that's totally missing the mark. I think yeah. that he's made it pretty clear. Yeah, he has. He's talking about people he thinks are unattractive. But the end of this, it says, you may call it stalking. <laughs> but if you were like me or Joe Jackson or many other guys, not handsome and in love, you would get the point of this song immediately. All right. This is this. Oof. This, um, this brings up um, this brings up a topic that I wanted to bring up. I want, I want your feelings on this. <clears throat> We've used a word here quite a bit called the word incel. Mm. And that is a word that's popped up in usage in our language within the last, what would you say, six, seven years? Maybe a little more than that. Did you, did, okay, say 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you that don't know, it is, uh, it is shorthand for inadvertently celibate. Involuntarily, involuntarily celibate. celibate. Yeah, okay, an involuntary celibate person, which I think casts a broad net. In this regard, um, there are lots of people out there that are involuntarily celibate that handle their feelings and their emotions properly. Mm-hmm. There's lots of them that you don't hear words like what you just heard. Um, we tend to focus on these guys because they're bad. And just like news, bad news is what people listen to, not always the good news. So... To say to cast this broad net on anybody that's involuntary, involuntarily celibate, and might even in the slightest way express, you know, their frustration at being celibate involuntarily, you know, they're they're definitely in danger of being swallowed up by that net. And you and I both know people that might be in this type of predicament, but are not necessarily bad people. Which is why I think there should be a better, maybe a little bit better of a word for it. Well, I think involuntary, I think incel specifically sticks to people that have an issue and are like this. That, yes, it has a, a stuck at this. The, we call the reg, we call other people just regular people. Right. <laughs> you know, well, in, incels are specifically, I think, a class of women generally do not sleep with them. And they blame the women. Okay. Um, and that's why they say, well, I'm I'm celibate, but not by choice. I'm celibate because no one will have sex with me. And that makes me very angry. And, and they're handling it the wrong around. way. Exactly. Right. Other people are just members of society. Maybe there could be a better word for it, though. In, in that, in, you know, there's lots of people that we know that are involuntarily celibate that, that handle it correctly. You know, there's lots of people that do, and and I just have a little bit of an issue with that word. Back in the '70s, Frank Zappa had a had a beautiful word for it: asshole. I mean, yeah. if you've ever heard the song "Broken Hearts Are for Assholes" by Frank Zappa, it kind of describes yeah. Joe Jackson. It's describing Where exactly is he now? him. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, we needed Frank at times, not always, but at times. But it's just it's it's kind of a word that I take 
to use one of your words, umbrage with on occasion. Um, it's not, you know, I don't think that we can use that term or that I think it's okay to use that term in the way that we're using it right now. And there's nothing particularly, you know, I'm not going to come down on somebody for using it because it does conjure an image and it makes language accessible. It makes what you're describing accessible. I'm just concerned for the people out there that fall into involuntary celibate status and are not these people and are not assholes. You know, I don't want them to get, you know, caught up in the same net. I think that it's unfair. But for now, we'll use it the way that you say. And, uh, you know, maybe in the future, I think we can come up with a better term. Hopefully, as people. I'm not saying, Mark, you have to do it this weekend. Could you get on that, Mark? I'll see what I can do. Please do. Um, yeah, I mean, the... Uh, Language, it's a funny thing. <laughs> it certainly is. Um, there's not a lot of song facts about this other than, again, no. him saying... I didn't. I wasn't supposed to be angry. I saw one song meanings was kind of funny. It just said, and I don't. Can you explain this to me? It said, "Ha ha ha, emo kids." Yeah, what I, was that? I think that's supposed to be like calling him an emo kid. Okay, for you know, this is an early interpretation, I guess, of right. You know, being sad because you see beautiful women and you don't have what it takes on some level or another to reach out and speak to them, and yeah. so you're kind of. In this, um, you know, vicious cycle of seeing them just reminded me of other some guys. other lyrics. You ever heard um, uh, the Beatles? I want to tell you uh, by George Harrison. I don't know. It's got beautiful lyrics, like in what you were just talking about. You know, I can't find the right words to tell you. Whenever, got, whenever you come around, the words just seem to slip away. It's really, really awesome song. I'll um, to check it out. Yeah. Um, all right. What would you put as a creep factor on it? Because it's not the creepiest song we've ever done. No. It's not the creepiest because there's not there's we're not talking about like I don't think the woman is in like immediate danger. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think that we're you know, whereas other songs we have where Woo, you're like, call the cops, you know. Um, I think on this one we're gonna go, Woo, call the psychologist, you know. And yeah. maybe not even take him away to a rubber room, well, just get him some help. So, um, but at the same time, you do have that level of danger there. Get your hands off her head. I'm giving this one a solid 7.6. Wow, what a roller coaster that was. Really? Well, I thought you were going to go way back the way you were talking, but yeah, I mean, all I could think about was that the culmination of that bridge Yeah, where he's just like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. You could just see him like, you know, steam coming out of his ears. You can see the stank coming off of that bridge. Red. Yeah. Um, yeah, you gave it a 7.2, 7.6. I'm going to, I'm going to match you. I'm going to say 7.6. I wow. think that's, I think that's a very good score. I think um, that, yeah, I'm comfortable with that. You know, the bridge, I'd say pre bridge, you're at probably a 6.1. Yeah. That bridge <laughs> really ups the needle. Bridge ratcheted it up. Oh yeah. It was yeah. an extension bridge or I mean, a, a elevated bridge. <laughs> um, so draw yeah. bridge. Yeah. It's, Going up. it's, uh, it's. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, if I knew someone like this and he was saying stuff like that, I would tell him to chill the fuck out. Maybe throw some cold water on him or something. Mm-hmm. For <clears throat> the next song, we are going to do... This is a song that someone had mentioned to us, maybe on email, maybe in the Facebook. And then I saw someone else had mentioned they had just heard it and they were like, wow, this is terrible. We're going to do Hot Action Cop. Fever for the flavor. This is going to be. Oh, uh, wow. Is, yeah. 
Nope. I just surprise. I, yeah, I have no idea. We're I, gonna. I don't know anything about. I'm completely in the dock. I've looked at the lyrics once, so it's going to be an interesting one. All right, I can't wait. We're both going to have to do a little bit of research. All so, right. um, you know, between uh, you'll have noticed by now that this episode came out on a Monday. Um, oh, yeah. We have now switched with uh, our sister podcast, No Nonsense, uh, no Nonsense Trivia Podcast. No Nonsense. Um, and you can listen to them on Fridays now. Uh, if you are on their Patreon, you can listen to it on, uh, I, I say you're there, but I guess I'm in it too. On your Patreon. <clears throat> the Patreon. Um, you can listen to those episodes on Wednesday. So you can go ahead and check that out. And you can start your week with some terrible lyrics on uh, on our podcast. Seth? Way to kick things off at the beginning oh. of the week, me and Mark. Yes. Here and say, oh, I want to get together with these two guys. It's like you're right here with us and just sit here and go, oh, my God, what the hell did he just say? Mm, what yeah. did they just say? Did they really sing that song with him? Duh. Did they really sing that song get- about... <laughs> that freak guy. just get your shivers out at the beginning of the week yeah shiver Damn. your timbers just go ahead that's a good way to to, <laughs> to to get it started seth a pleasure as always yeah this was fun yeah, yeah. it was uh fun and a little bit of danger good times indeed so go ahead and uh listen to hot action cop I'm gonna do it right fever now. for the flavor and we will be back next monday with more lyrics to go <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>